day three at base camp. Day three at Elk Base Camp. 7.59, day three at base camp. Day three at base camp, day two hunting. Day two hunting. Whew. And we got gumbo. And we have gumbo. That's the most important part. Test one, two, test one, two. Thank you, Luke. Okay, look. Give me and Dan's chairs next to each other. <laughs> everything, look, all my stuff, lightweight, compact, everything else, gigantic. Me and Luke brought our Arkansas uh, camping gear up here. Give me a, first off, before we get going on all the storytelling, you got some snuff. Man, walking out of the mountain, stepping up and having a hot cup of gumbo. Come on. That's pretty awesome. That, it doesn't get much better than that. I like being, a, we hit, when we hit that, that first ridge coming down, but you really can't see crap from here. Mike, is that out of the cold, uh, cold chest or the one you, I've, somebody set out. Okay. They were sitting on top. Dan, yeah, I, you I see, kept, you I can faintly see the Aspen Grove right up there at the ridge line, mm -hmm. right below. Did y'all yeah. take a picture there? No. He saw. He said he saw a flash. I saw a flash in there, mm -mm. Mm -mm. like bright, we were much like a around. camera flash. Nope. Did y'all take any pictures with a flash? I mean, no. Dude, you could have seen something flashing off my watch or something. No, this was. Phone. It may it have been long enough ago where. It was right before he came in. Good job, Luke. This is the way to eat it right here. Yeah, good job. Hey, don't bump that. All right, all right. We got four people. Go ahead, Dan. Start with the adventures and don't leave out any details. <laughs> all right, so I decided to take it off on my own today, see if I knew how to elk hunt. So I decided to take the most direct line to the summit. And so you went straight up right there. I went straight up right there. Was it all like just falling down? Aspens like we had. Oh, uh, it was it was loose soil. It was slippery. Oh, you don't have the aspens. No, That's I went. Dude, so I went. Right I went across the creek. But before, right when I first decided I'm going to go on my own over here, right. <coughs> so I I crossed the um, I crossed the creek, and right before the creek, the roads right there, you know, mm -hmm. and. There's some maybe big cat prints in the road. Yeah, did you see those? I saw some cat prints down here when you and me. Then it's the same one. It came. Started walking. The direction it yeah, came. I pointed it out to you. I'll, I'll, Thank you for not though, because I would have been scared. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm going in on my own. I see cat prints. I observe them, and I'm like, well, those are fresh. That's before we drove in, and before today. So I was looking at them, and I was like, oh, they're heading straight to camp. I'm good. I've already had one close encounter with a lion this year. I didn't need a second. So I was like, I'm going the opposite direction. I'm good. So I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be bad. You know, it's only 1,500 feet to the top, right? Yeah, that's it, huh? That's it, 1,500 <laughs> feet. Just a mere 1,500 <laughs> feet elevation. So I started going. I could take about three steps and stop three steps and stop three steps and stop and so since i was going so slow figure why not hunt i saw some signs about i don't know 500 feet up bear scat everywhere big berry patch and then going into a berry patch i'm like oh my god i swear there's freaking bear gonna get me there's got to be 10 bears on that freaking mountain dude it's so thick dude like Everywhere, like every 20 poop, yards. But everywhere, and there. it was fresh. It oh, was yeah. fresh. And then I walked up a little further, saw some real fresh elk, elk poo. So I started following it, and then I ran into more bear poo. And then I kind of zigzagged. Once I got up right before the bench up there, I zigzagged back to those aspens. And when I got to those aspens, I heard something rumbling in the bushes there, and I, I drew back. I thought something was about to come out. Yeah. Nothing happened. 
kept going, went up to the ridge. The ridge is a lot steeper than it looks from here. It I mean, looks pretty steep from up here. I, I, I would say that. <laughs> we were watching you walk just right there, and we were like, dude. Because you're just like, tw, 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 stop. <laughs> like, damn, dude. I went I went up um, past Treeline, got up there, sat there. I went to the, the northern facing slope the majority of the time. The wind was swirling well, how bad. Far, how far up the bald part did you get? Huh? Right at the tree line. It was, it. it was real yeah. steep and yeah. slippery. I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, like going up when you're in the trees up there, it's, uh, I'm not even going to exaggerate. I know. Each foot was like this up. Uh-huh. Yep. My, I was walking like this up step, this up step That's the whole way. Top. That's how it was at the top you said? All the way. And I was like, you know what? This is pretty sleep. Deep, I'm by myself, I probably, and it's slippery, and then the thunder's in the distance. You I was through, like, I'm just going to hunker down you here. Went through for the a while. same process I did when I went up there. I, I had thoughts that I was going to climb that rock. Right on the north face? And I, and I got up there and what, got above tree line where it's just all grassy up there, yeah. going up the rock. And I thought, I think I've come high enough. I, I don't need to go. Uh, just set them on the table. If what? I, y'all got some shrooms? Bolites. Are those good, yeah. edible? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let y'all eat those. It better be. I carried them in my backpack. Um, Man, we had a grouse. So, yeah, finished story. So. I finally, I finally sitting up there, got comfortable. Hadn't even taken my pack off, and I hear a bugle. And I'm like, I know that's Mike's bugle. I know it's Mike's bugle, but guess what? I have to go search, right? Mm-hmm. You never, you got to go figure it out. And I heard y'all walking. Y'all pro- I came back down, walked over to this grove up here, the big aspen grove on the back side, and I heard y'all going through, and I was like, screw that. So I went back, I was going back up, and then I caught, I caught a brown walking through the trees, but it was so thick up there. I mean, it's thick up there. And I was like, well, I got to go. I followed it back down about halfway, and it was mule deer. And that kind of just put a damper on my day. And there's, and then when I stopped, I looked down, and it is just berry poo, right? Fresh berry poo right in front of my feet. And I was like, it's time to go down. So I just came back. You might see my spoon. And that was my day. Coming down was a lot harder than going up. Is he might see my spoon? No. 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 Was, uh, yes, I did. I saw it over by camp. By the camp, by the kitchen. That wasn't the one that was all dirty with stuff on it. That was mine. I cleaned okay. it and put it on my jet boil. Never mind. So, so what y'all see? So start off y'all's trip because at some point y'all broke off. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and take it up to the where y'all left me? Yep. All by my lonesome. All by your lonesome. <laughs> right of passage. We left camp around one o'clock. Got a late start because we were all hurting from yesterday. We went up the same mountain that Daniel did, but we took the easy route. <laughs> I see. I gotta pause real quick. I can see why Dan all morning, as I stared at this summit. Right, all morning I stare out and say, I think I can just go straight up right there. And Dan never paused. He said, you can do it. He goes, and I was going to go this way. And he he hinted I should go further right. And I think he did it just to see if I had a, what I guess it would be gur <laughs> would be the right word. Because he kept pointing me straight there. And he was like, and I was like, I was going to zigzag kind of up Z it and go to the left side of the ridge and then hit this bench and then go back up on the right side. And Dan was like, or you could just go straight up. You know, it's easy towards the saddle over to the right, but just go straight up. But he never deterred me, but he hinted I should just go straight up. So I went straight up and I think it was just to see if I would go. He's testing you. I think he was testing me. Dan? Your thoughts, whenever I said I'm going straight up. Straight up was possible, and uh, 
I knew it was easier that way. I knew straight up was a bitch. But so yeah, I, I don't think I misrepresented it. <laughs> I don't think I misrepresented it at all. But you didn't deter me. Oh no, 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 no. I, I no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, if you said if you said right now you wanted to go to the moon, you're gonna you're gonna say, support me. Uh, absolutely. Right, but in your thoughts, I need to hear what you thought about sea level boy here. No, I thought you're gonna have a a very good uh, time. A very difficult, fun, challenging <laughs> climb. Difficult, fun, and challenging can so, all fit in the same. I would word. say that you're 500 yards, not even 500, from the creek to that bench, and that's a what a thousand yards up, a thousand feet up. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. It's pretty steep. Probably, yeah. Maybe it's. It's probably a fifth of the Grand Canyon, <laughs> fifth of the if Grand you want to put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a thousand feet up, but it's not even ninety. It's about a quarter mile. Okay, so I'm gonna, twice I, I'm gonna tell Canyon. you, the first part, as I got higher and higher, it got steeper and steeper. I think is how it goes mm -hmm. right there. And uh, the only reason that I never stopped, though I wanted to, and just take the game trails around, was because if I didn't get to tree line. Um, I would have, I would have, I had to get to tree line. The brain. Oh, I didn't tell y'all. So I stop at this one really, really steep part. And all of a sudden I hear, bzzz, and I look down and there's probably a thousand bees swarming oh my, my leg. Oh, and no. I had to run up the, up the hill. Oh, dang. That's, that's an important piece of information. <laughs> There's a big beehive on a, in a broken log on the ground right past, right before you go to summit. You know, I'm having second thoughts. I don't, I don't think I want to hunt with you tomorrow because you're bad luck. No, I have fun. You, you have lots of good encounters, good stories. Mountain lions nearly leaping on him. In the <laughs> yeah, bears, bears, you know, bees. nearly Okay, there. so y'all going up. Sorry, Luke. So we're the going, easy spot. We're going up the easy spot. And it's it's Thick basically what what is the the proper term for that groove that's in that mountain? That I call it a notch. A notch. It's a notch in the ridge. That's that the ridge that separates. One. Yeah. Okay. And the goal was all of us to go up over that ridge via the notch. Correct. About when we got to about the top of that little ridge that we were on. We we got into some woods that, in the in the terms of Mike, were very elky. Right. Very right. elky woods. Uh, not seeing a whole lot of signs, but the woods just felt like there was elk presence. So we're walking real close, real quiet, and uh, we come to this open meadow, and we stop for a second. And Mike says, "Man, if I was an elk, this is where I would hang out. This is where I would be." But there, we had an event before that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot. What? Not a hundred yards up the up this little groove that we were walking up. Uh, Dan sees something, so he motions to me and points, and I look over and it's uh, it's a mule deer doe, just standing there looking at us. Were there two? Just the one. Just the one. There was just one. So. Dan said, "Let's let's practice. Let's let's see what let's let's pretend this is a this is an elk, and let's see, let's run through the scenario. Mike's the shooter. Mike, get get a shot. So we're it's pretty thick. So Mike starts slowly creeping. He goes about ten yards from us, and he has to stop because the Dan the doe's looking at him. So he gets even slower." Then he kind of pauses for a second, waits for the doe to get a little comfortable. And then he kind of slides to the right to try to get try to get to this one little opening so he can range it. And his goal was, if I can get a range on it, that's going to be what I call a shot. And right as he goes for his range finder, it got smart, took off. But in, in the mule deer bounding style. In the mule deer, yep. <laughs> But it was a good lesson. It was Absolutely. a good. It was a reminder that just because we see an elk, 
or get close to an elk doesn't mean does not mean we're going to get a shot. That's does right. not mean we're going to get close. If it was an elk, I would have killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gone where Luke told me to go, or who, who said go to the pond. I tree. said go to the pond. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone there. I would have gone where Luke said he was going to go do. down and then come back up. Yep. Well, luck, lucky for that mule deer, it's not. I mean, we don't have tags. Good practice. But like Dan said, if it was a mule, if it was an elk, it would have been taller. If it was taller, I might have had a window. So how yeah. close did you get, Mike? Oh, within 30 yards. That's good. Easy. That's it nice. Is. And then I just gave up being stealthy because I couldn't get a shot, so I just started moving. Yeah. But I had her, dude, she was sitting there, and, like, there was a tree, like, this big around, and I just put that right in between me and her eyes. And I just sat there and walked. And she put her head down and started feeding. So after that, we got up to the the elky spot and uh it's this kind of clearing and it's got one little finger to the left that's real narrow that is still kind of clear can, can grassy I, can area. I insert yeah yeah last year we had a giant elk come out of that meadow and walk right over all three of us basically flip all three of us to bird that 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 big area yep and, <laughs> uh, and so that's where we're standing now and uh, so all those memories are flooding back to me. And uh, anyway, so that was the second day of the season, just like today was the second day of the season. Nice. And we're standing right there where that big elk yeah. had been before he walked right over all three of us without getting an arrow flung at him. <laughs> what year was that? Last year? Last year. Last year. So we're walking through this big area, and there's this little finger to the left. So we're grad, you know, naturally start going that way. And Dan gets around the corner first. And stops, turns around, and real excitedly motions to me and Mike to come over. And just by the way he was motioning, I realized that it it wasn't an elk. There was something else. I didn't know what it was. But, you know, because he was like, come on, quick, come see. You know, if it was an elk, he would have said, stop. So we walk over, and there's a waller. You know, not real bag, big, about the size of a of a baby pool. Maybe the hood of a truck. Maybe the hood of a truck, yeah. An elk. Size size elk. Elk. <laughs> right, it was it was an elk-sized waller. It was an elk-sized waller. There so it was go. the bed that was ten yards from it. Yeah, had a bed right there. And what, what, uh, what did the water look like in the, the water? The water was very murky, very muddy, very muddy. Fresh, so, fresh waller. Well, oh yeah. Within Dan's the theory was if it if it's that muddy, then it's it's fresh. Yeah. You know. Uh, so we uh, at first we were just gonna pass it up because we really wanted to go look into. But I said, we didn't have another camera to put up on it. So it didn't seem practical for all three of us to go in the You know, they could go do what three of us could do. So I said, y'all go. I'll stay here. I'll sit on this, this waller. Uh, I'll take one for the team. I'll take one for the team, yeah. I'll, I was like, I'll, I'll stay. Luke was like, no. I got no. it. I was, so, I, was so proud. I was so proud of Luke for doing that. I mean, that was what needed to be done, though. Absolutely had to be done. Uh, so I, I looked at the wind to pick my spot. I found a great spot. I was, I was, I could, I was in a spot where I could sit down on my butt. I could still draw. I was hidden. The wind was in my favor, even if it switched back. You know, as it got later in the evening, if it switched back, the thermal's going down. I was still in a great spot. And I sat, and I sat. <laughs> And I could just envision this elk coming and never seeing me and just flopping around in this hole. But it never happened. Wow. <laughs> How far were you from the, uh, the waller? I was 25 yards. Golly. We were, Mike and I both. I, could envi- we could, all, we were, all I was envisioning it for you. Yeah. Like, all I was like, we were trying to just wish it to happen. I was, I was playing it how I was going to record when I walked up to you and get like the raw reaction yeah. of you telling us that you just shot the elk. I, I sat till 5.15. Like I, I, I just it knew. It was that good of a wall. That, that was, wall. That was enough time where and he probably awesome. wasn't going to come. Fresh shit right up there. So, right up there. Yeah. I got up and one, I went. I saw a lot of elk sign up towards, uh, a lot. Way over uh, like just, poo, fresh didn't, poo. Didn't go everything. far. I bet you it's all the same one. I didn't really climb because it was flat. 
Yeah, because it's still you still got to go up a little bit more to get yeah. into where I think it's all bull. There's still. Well, more, I, I more walked over. I walked. Yeah, I don't think you're not seeing to where it. I saw a lot of See in the whale. Yeah, so you're not and seeing it, the max it, it amount. It maybe went up a little. Yeah, but did you go right? Like some solo straight back from where? Okay, so yeah, yeah, So you may have taken a more direct line. Yeah, Mike and I may have gone a little bit to the left. For sure. Yeah, if you go left, it goes straight up. Right, right, right. But I stayed. I stayed more right. Hey, when you get to going through your stuff, just double check to make sure you don't. Did you stand there and look long? Oh, I well. I had it this yeah, morning. Yeah, I, I sat down for a second, forward. glassed a little bit. It's not up here. Yeah. You were looking. I cleaned mine off. We were looking at. Up there, and I, when I, I came out, there was a with big it. rock face to the left that I started to go to, but I looked at my clock. I was like, I'm alone. Did I don't you, know how long it's going to take. Did you see the corral and the cars and the vehicles? Corral? No, I didn't see that. There's a corral down there. Well, it's the one we drove by. Oh, okay. And, and oh. from where Mike and I were, we could see it. So I'm wondering if you were able to see it. Yeah. Is there a lot of people? Uh, there was three trucks and a tent. Okay. Dude, there, you can see everything. That's how there. it was when we passed it. I can I see that. Right? it all over here. Right. Dude, I said, yeah, I said it everywhere. Like after five, you glassed over here. So then well, when by you came the time back, I got, exciting, I was going to glass back? this. Not really. Meadow behind I kind of I passed all those berry patches. And, and got that's when I, I saw like, the little bear scat, fresh, the I'm gone. blip in <laughs> the trees. Because I'm, I'm not going to risk a love being like that. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was just a blip, a and more, I went down, uh, it confidence. took off. It the, was, the bear poop looks like somebody took rattled, not rattled, two or three cups of he was thrashing a tree berries, bugling, we were dumps it in a blender, and hits it for like one second. Freaking mule deer comes. That's what the Buck? bear poop Checking looks us like. Out. He didn't see. Oh, really? I didn't see it because I was I was looking for more, like, and he was poo look over st- looking stuff with berries. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a, goes, a cow oh, patty with berries in it. Like when okay, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. From yeah. Okay. And yeah. saw him. Dude. But, I mean, it got, like, 20 yards from us, huh? Yeah. The yeah, he, 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 he was coming. Was it a butt? I don't know. I heard I heard a snap, and all I could see was the butt. Bumbling, ba-dum, ba-dum. Oh, yeah. He was coming check him out because he was he was bugling and, and thrashing a tree. And that mule deer was coming. Y'all hear any replies? None. You know what that we, tells me? I thought there's no hunters over there. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. When I heard the bugle, y'all's bugle, it was y'all probably pretty high up on the ridge at that point or somewhere somewhere right around there. Like come over here, somewhere around there. Yep. And y'all bugled. I thought I heard something back here behind us like real faint but because I sat there for 15-20 minutes after y'all did that because I was like then went after y'all because <laughs> I have to and we, we did we did have we, we, what, we saw one mule deer from our spot yeah Mike and then we heard something you heard one walking in the rock we heard I, I was picking up our, we, we got our tarp out for the weather oh by the way you don't think it was me no no Okay. No, but uh, while we were there, the peak got dusted with snow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The whole thing is snow that's covered. Awesome. Dan, oh, Dan, that's Dan, awesome. Dan points it out. He goes, "Hey, look, there's peak, and it's dry, just like it normally is." When then we first this, got there. Then the storms roll in, and you see like just rain and whatever over yeah, there. Yeah, And then it clears, and like I look over there, I'm like, it's just freaking white. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Just, it was really cool. It was badass. So, so I, so we set up our tarp. Just and I actually got a good nap. Mike kept glassing, to his credit. And then at some point, about after 5:30, close to six, I took the tarp down. But while I was taking it down, I kept hearing a something, just a clatter. And it did. It, nothing was registering. I heard it, and I looked at Mike. Mike was just sitting there silent. He didn't hear it. And I could hear this clatter. Of course and, I didn't uh, hear it. I I was like, you over, hear that? I'm like, I walked over to Mike and no. I, ran show. I said, Mike, you hear that? By then, he quit making a noise. And it took me about five minutes, maybe ten minutes, to consider it was something walking across the rocks. Because we, we were on a, a, a sheer, like it was just, it was a, a pretty steep drop. And it was just loose rocks. So if you walk on it, it would just, it would kind of yeah. crinkle down. And it, had, it wasn't 100 yards from us. Oh, yeah, it couldn't have and, been. And I'm thinking it had to be a hoofed animal, not a bear. Yeah. I don't think a bear would have made that much noise. I think he probably it, wouldn't it have walked right It was either a mule deer there. or an elk walking on that on those rocks so that was our close call. there's some good signs up there seems pretty active tell you what if we ever get a mule deer tag <laughs> that's the mountain that's muley mountain that's yeah. muley mountain and bear mountain if you get draw a bear tag so what y'all's plans for tomorrow y'all gonna go back 
What do y'all think? What's 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 dude? Luke and I kind of had an idea. Luke and I thought maybe me and him would go behind us because I figured y'all if y'all stayed out that late. Y'all, y'all have been. Y'all at least have looked and might have an idea of what y'all want to go look at over there. We'd be going in fresh if we went over there. You know? Meaning, do y'all want to continue in that area? Or do y'all want to pull out and go well, somewhere different? I'll, I'll just throw that. If you, if you guys are considering going behind camp, I think that's awesome. That needs to be checked out. It absolutely has to be looked at. You know the drill now. You kind of know. You know, find yourself a good vantage point and watch. Right. On the on the way up, to you're gonna leave right at right at gray, and I can kind of get you started on how to get up there. Yeah. And uh, as you're once you gain some altitude and start getting into the quakies and, it, and it's that quiet walking soft ground, you start getting real alert and uh, maybe toot, you know, maybe toot every 15 20 minutes as you're walking up, and then you're finally gonna get that giant meadow. Yeah. And then you can really go east. Okay. For a long ways until you're looking in. Right. And you'll be and you'll get a great overlook. And you could spend you could spend the better part of the the lunchtime hour, you know, looking and all up. It's a whole nother drainage. It's a whole nother drainage. It's right where Dan and I were almost on the back side of where y'all were. Yep. Okay. But but y'all would be further north than where the four of us were. Okay. So that 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 would be a real good practical hunt. Yeah, we thought we'd just stay, find a good vantage point, and glass all day. That way we could split up. We see? could go look somewhere. Y'all could go look and somewhere it, and see what we see. And one last piece of information is you, you will see the Jeep trail up there. You're going to be walking along. Whoa, there's a road here. And it's just a just like an old, you know, clear right through the middle of the whole thing. If you get on that, it'll take you down the sky. Right. Right, where you and me walk by it, Dan. Right. And it'll take you. It'll, it'll, it, so it's an easy, easy, easy off the plateau. Once you find the Jeep trail. Yeah. And you... And you you know, and you know you're going to know where the Jeep trail goes around right. where we went, mm-hmm. and so you're going to just take the other piece of the Jeep trail. That's an easy way to get down, out down at dark. City. You don't have to come climbing down this crap. Yeah, because we figured we'd stay till dark, come back down. And so what you might do on your way is you're traveling east, you know, kind of establish that Jeep trail, kind of see where, kind of see where it goes off down, and you say, okay, here's the fork that takes you. Down. We know where that is. Mark it, GPS it, and then go. Have hunt that whole plateau and glass and look and find some find us some elk or kill an elk and then that would be a great day. So that being said, Mike, uh, the last thing for you and me to do would be to go check the uh, the west side. go go up go around the base of the mountain go on around and and right. maybe come dump. Y'all don't think there's any problem with Well, I mean, we we would actually we would actually go in. Oh, okay. We'd finish. We'd maybe almost finish up close to where we were this evening. I mean, the, I like the way the it looks with look. all those thick yeah. aspen groves. It just looks a little low. I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, we could. I don't know anything about elk hunting. The, the, what's screwing <laughs> me up is that the only elk I've seen were at tree line. Yep. You know what we might do, Mike? We that's, could. A, that's what's killing me. Is because I can't get past the only elk knowledge I have at this point. We could be west side what uh, and get up to that plateau and 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 make that be our evening sit. And look all the way back across to the east side again, just basically looking across the same areas we've looked at before. Yeah. And look at where you and Luke were sitting. Not, I mean, we'll just we'll play it by ear. But yeah. To me, that's that we we'll get up into. I mean, that we can get that, that could be something. We, I mean, we could. It depends on what you want to do, but we could get up early. Yeah. And and walk in the dark way yeah. down there yep. and get to where we can glass up to the meadows. Early can you morning. glass up from the bottom and see the meadows? I, I think we get up early, walk down, climb up, get up high. And, and we're up high as the sun's You think we can get up high before the sun comes up? I think up? we can. I think that's yeah, what we're... If we can we're do at. that and glass them out yeah. and maybe put them to bed. And what time you want to leave? Five? How, how long do you think it'll take us to get back? In- uh, it's not your morning goal. No. It'll be your lunchtime goal. Okay. But get to the top of the meadow from here once you start climbing. It's going to take you an hour and a half hunting... If you're just climbing just to get to the meadow, you could get there in 45 minutes. But okay. if you're hunting, it's going to take you an hour and a half. So we maybe we want to. So you think we, we should don't hunt make that, that, that? We don't want to make that walk in the dark. We want to no. do it in the gray where no, we can you hunt. Want, you want to walk around there and hunt that during the and, daylight. And because because okay. you're gonna you're gonna be walking. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go up some loose rock, 
you're going to find a game trail, and that game trail is going to take you up into the woods. So, so the so landslide right here, that you, landslide, you, you're going to go around, it. around that landslide, yep. that cliff face. Yep. Yep. You're going to go on the back side of that, yep. and then up back to the to the peak over here to you're that. Gonna, no, you're going to angle that way. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to angle, angle that, that way. way. Watch, I, I go, got it on I know, the GPS. You I can saw see it real clear. I climbed up there and looked at it. Okay. So I know it's it's expansive. And, and the first Mine's gone missing. two or 300 feet of elevation is going to be a little bit squirrely if you don't find that trail. Right. But you should find it. You should find that game trail. And you walk up there again. Even then, it's still, you got to be careful because it's loose rock. Yeah. But once you've gotten past all that scree, you'll start to get into the edge of the woods and then you'll like start having any, an enjoyable. Uh, Left and you scoop it all out. So no, it's very doable. Oh. Okay. Sounds fun. Here, you want to Sounds like a good. I, I, Luke and I were just talking. We figure like just to boost our odds of here. Mm -hmm. Cover two areas. No, I, I think even this evening, you know, Dan was up in one spot, Luke was in another spot, me and Mike were in another. Man, spot. I'll tell you that mountain though, they're there. There's maybe a single bull rolling around, but there's something there. I don't know if a bear would push them out, would they? No, no, absolutely not. No. They push me different directions <laughs> so than I really let, wanted let, to go. Let, let's talk bears, because me and him had an argument about... I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Brown bears. Brown bears is a separate species. There's a black bear, there's a brown bear, then there's grizzlies, then there's polar bears. There's no. even more than that. Well, but the basics. Is a grizzly and a brown bear the same species? Roughly. Roughly. Yeah. I would say that you got, basically you got your grizzly bear. And under that's a subset of a, there's a Kodiak and yep. there's a brown. And okay. There's, there's subsets of that grizzly population. Uh, okay. And they're known, know they're, like the browns and the Kodiaks are known known for being bigger than, than, your, than your interior grizzly. Mm -hmm. the, the Kodiak bear is, is and the brown bear are considered to be the coastal grizzlies that are much bigger okay than the ones that are on the interior so, okay. so they are different no now the black bears that are in colorado black bears pretty much the only one that's in colorado yes okay and absolutely. but there's different colors of the black bear. absolutely color that's phases. where i got screwed up color yep. phases. i'm mixed matched yeah i'm mixed matched you're right i was wrong but there's a lot of different <laughs> black bear subspecies too just to add well, to that Louisiana i'm just gonna give myself one right. point right Huh? I give myself one point. We there have all go. day one tomorrow point. for you to catch yep. up. That's right. <laughs> yeah. what, was the, what was the argument? Uh, bears. He said a black bear and a brown bear were the same thing. What? No, 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 no. That's what you said. No, what I he said that there were no brown bears in Colorado. Yes. I said, yes, there are, but they can be different colors. They can be black, they can be blonde, they can be red. Yeah, you're talking about the black bear. But the black, that's where I mixed it up. Yep. The oh, black bear can right. be different colors. Oh, and he said, but he, but what he said that I disagree with completely was that a brown bear is the same as a grizzly, and I said no, right. and he's not wrong. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. No, I, yeah. I, I, was, I didn't I know was, that. I would say pretty much generally a brown bear and a grizzly are the same thing. Yeah. Okay. But there's there, there are diff, definitely yeah. subspecies. Yeah, the Kodiaks are the biggest. Within, right. That's Education right. for Luke today. And they live on Kodiak Island. Yes. And there's a high population of them there. Where's Kodiak Island? Let's go camp with them. It's up there somewhere around Prince William Sound, Alaska. Oh, okay. So how was it, Mike? The easy? Easy huh? hike or? Uh, I mean, it was short and the mileage was so low today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mine was real low. <laughs> I still got tired. It was just straight up. I mean. Yeah. That freaking deadfall is just a bitch. Oh, dude, yeah. it's horrible. Going dude, down in that deadfall? Coming down it trying to beat dark. Yeah, dude, Dan was flying. I, I almost, I almost hurt myself bad. Really? You're trying to keep up with it. Well, we can't, we were getting to the. There was like we came down like a really big boulder area, like a bunch of rocks. And I was, was stepping it? off a boulder, and I grabbed onto a tree, and I put too much faith, too much faith in the tree, and that sucker <laughs> bent, and I about fell down the mountain. <laughs> well, just it was real. Just uh, like since we're talking about falling, I can maybe say. That I slid down the mountain a little bit on the way down. Okay. I may or may not have gone on a slip and slide. It wasn't very far, but it was pretty funny. Mike, did you find a spoon? I found a spoon. 
You want to borrow it? No, I just offered it. I'm going to fix it oh, off your mind. Now, Mike did have something else an adventuresome today, if I'm not mistaken. Not that anybody's counting. Huh? What? How many times you crap today? <laughs> uh, one, two, three. Bingo. Three. Nice. Dang, See, that's a good day. No, not a bit. I had one up the mountain. Yeah. Three craps. So we done with this recording? I don't know. You want to just keep it going? It don't matter. Are we now into nonsense mode? I think we've been in nonsense mode, but that makes for a good podcast. Yeah. Especially at that point when we all started talking and y'all had a conversation and I, we had a conversation. All right. So let, I'm sorry. I, I, I totally forgot that we were doing like that we were trying to do it for a podcast. I, was, yeah. I just get wrapped up in the conversation. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. So Mike crapped three times. I crapped twice. So I called today a crappy day. It was, <laughs> it was a, a good crappy, crappy day. day, huh? So uh, highlights. Let's talk about them. What, everybody's highlight of today? No, of the so far we, we hadn't really talked about it. The last couple of days, because yesterday it stormed on us. We woke up with in igloos. <laughs> the okay, whole mountain first. range was dusted in snow. The highlight of mine, yeah, was saving Mike's life when he passed out. Oh, let's oh, talk really? about well, this. You describe that whole story, <laughs> My, and Luke. Luke, let's describe that in detail for us, please. Oh wait, can I can I no, give no, you some no. can I give you some pre story? Yeah, pre story. Some some backstory. No, no backstory. So we left Lafayette at ten AM. Ten o'clock, roughly, yep. Well, the night before. Yeah, on Thursday. Wednesday night I didn't go to sleep till one. I got up at six, so I had about five hours of sleep. And we drove all the way up here. Twenty something basically twenty four hours to get to this spot. And I didn't really sleep in the truck, but maybe 20, 30 minutes. And we got here, and we just, we set up camp, and I don't even remember what happened after that. Dude, I can't remember. Well, we set, we were all exhausted. We were all exhausted, so we set up camp, and is that when I passed out? No, we set up, okay. So, we set, we set up camp so that we set it up to what, to our basic needs, so we could go lay down and go take naps. So everybody's taking naps. Me and Mike are sharing a tent because I have a very large tent. Uh, I'm in the back, he's in the front. It's like a two room deal. And uh, we're taking naps and I hear Mike get up, unzip the tent and go outside. Next thing I know, it sounds like he is like fumbling with something or like throwing something into the tent. <laughs> after about a minute after that, I hear, uh, is Mike prone to night terrors? He, he is. He, okay. he, he, we're just he, sleepwalking, not sleepwalking, really night terrors, talking no, in his night sleep. Terrors. I've seen you. <laughs> it's night terrors. You uh, go nuts. I had never had that. Well, I would, I would describe it as just very, very animated, uh, Talking normal, in his normal, sleep. Normal. Yeah. Normal. So I think he's talking in his sleep. So I'm like, Mike, what are you doing? And then I lean over and look out, and he's laying face first in the door of our tent. Legs outside. <laughs> face in the tent. And he's just out cold. And he's moaning and groaning. And I'm like, Mike, get up. And he starts kind of shimmying and shaking. You asked him, what are you doing? I said, what are you doing? What are you doing, Mike? Are you sleepwalking? You know, when you Get said up. that, you said, when you said, what are you doing? I thought he was having terrors, and I thought he had his pistol. And I <laughs> That's exactly he, what I thought. I thought he was starting to, to be, and I, Mike, what are you doing? And I yeah. was just sitting there going, I hope I don't hear the gun go off. That's a, exactly what I That's thought. That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> so my first thought is that he was sleepwalking, and it's so hard to not laugh. <laughs> He's sleepwalking, and he decided to lay down in the tent. But <laughs> then I realized that when I, when he starts kind of shaking a little bit, that something's wrong. Hey, and he's I convulsing. Getting, he's convulsing. He's kind of almost having a little bit of a seizure. So I'm like, okay, this is not okay. So I'm like, Mike, get up. Get up. Trying to, like, startle him back awake. And he kind of comes to a little bit. And he stands up, and he's not there. He's not awake. His eyes are rolling back in his head, and he's reaching for me like a zombie. 
<laughs> and I grab his hands, and I let underneath him is his medical kit. It's got m- melatonin, peroxide, all kind of other stuff. And the melatonin had like spilled out. So I'm like, <laughs> there's pills in I'm thinking he, he was sleepwalking, taking pills, and then drinking hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> so I said, What are you doing? What did you take? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Screaming at him, and he's trying to like find his composure finally he comes to and he's like oh i passed out (laughs) i stood up too fast to go pee and i came back to dove in the tent to try and not pass out did you say his his feet were like his his feet were just outside the tent yeah and he was just in a yeah like i remember i I got up i had to i had to pee and we hadn't been here that long so i'm not acclimated to altitude yet and like i just hopped and plus i hadn't slept and I just, I had to pee, and I was like, oh, man, I need to hurt him go pee, so I hurt him get back to sleep. So I just hopped up around outside, and I start peeing, and I get that lightheaded feeling that, you know, you get when you stand up too fast. And I stop midstream <laughs> and zip it back up, and I just try to dive into the tent because I know I'm going down. And so I just get on my knees, and I go in the tent. And then the next thing I knew, Luke's like, what are you doing? <laughs> there, there was fear in Luke's voice, yeah, though. Yeah. The, the fear. Because I, I, I was just like in my tent. I'm I'm delirious at that moment. And I was like, I think Luke's got it under control. Because I, I couldn't even function after that trip up here. I, I don't even think I was surprised making sense. I'm surprised you on yourself. Yeah, I'll tell you, I was all... Like, I, I, I peed enough, I guess, to where it went. No, because I had to get up and go pee. Like, after you, did, you Yeah, because after you sat me down, you were like, all right, just lay down. I was like, no, dude, I still have to go pee. You just have to stand up slow. You, like, I was fine. Like, I, you know, I, I know what happened. I stood up too fast and the altitude and lack of sleep and yada, yada, yada. And the peroxide I was drinking. <laughs> peroxide and melatonin. What a cocktail. Yeah, you grind it up. You mash that down there. You chug it, dude. It just, you, you just pass right on out. I don't know what these kids are doing these days. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. So that was the highlight of my trip. That, that was a pretty good highlight. Save the day, I guess. Man, I have to say that when we hit that knoll yesterday, that, that false peak, mm-hmm. we looked out over the valley. I walked up there. There was a smile from ear to ear that would not go away. Because that was what I was here for. That moment. We were about at 11, 2, 11, 3 mm-hmm. at that point. And then we got way up, and I was even more excited, except I got the worst altitude headache you could possibly imagine. So I had to go down pretty quick. I thank Dan for coming with me. Mm-hmm. It was pretty rough coming down. Mm-hmm. Uh, every step was like somebody... Taking compressed air and filling up my head. What was your deduction finally, you think, Dan, for what might have been going on? I think it was a combination of altitude. And? Um, the pack issues, maybe? Maybe bit. maybe a few. I, I may have overpacked my pack a little bit for a day trip. Maybe just a maybe 20 pounds too heavy. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he looked like Cuba Gooding when he was trying to do the uh die, be the diver the navy diver with one leg and he oh yeah had to walk into the courtroom i, I may have packed just in case i wanted to stay on the mountain <laughs> and if i didn't have a headache and it didn't wasn't about to storm i might have because <laughs> i was in heaven that was yeah. literally heaven for me yeah and you had heaven on your back and I, I had earth on my back. Earth on your back yeah. There's a good analogy in there somewhere. I felt like Atlas yeah. for a moment. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty heavy. It took a lot. I'm, today I left uh, several lenses from my camera. Good. I left a little bit more camera gear that I had packed away in there. Mike, you got my spoon? I 
No, I don't know what to do with it. I left an extra day's worth of food out. Must be the ground somewhere. I'll find it tomorrow. You had a pretty good idea you were coming back to camp tonight. Yes, I knew I was coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah. I did not plan for that. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done without a sleeping bag, but hey, I was, playing, I was just going to build a fire, I guess. Fire would take you a long way. But I even had a pillow in my pack. I mean, I had I had everything. I had an extra extra underwear, socks, extra pair of gloves. Um, I last night would have been a bad night to sleep out though. Yes, it would have been. I'd have woke up looking like Frosty, yeah, the snowman. Well, where we sat yesterday, it was covered in snow this morning. Yeah, till about noon. But that was my highlight. Mike? Mm. Man, I got so many. I just, this place is so freaking special. Just being in the mountains, like you said, like when you get to the top. Because I love, I love how you work your ass off to get up to the top. And like, since we've been quote unquote elk hunting, I haven't seen anything. I've seen no elk. I can't hear the bugles. Evidently, I'm tone deaf to a bugle. So I can't hear bugles. And, but like, I'm having the best time. You climb, you work your butt off climbing up these mountains to get to a vantage point, and you're greeted with just this beautiful view that you don't even care if you see elk. I mean, you want to see them, but the view, the views are amazing. But I think my highlight was seeing elk the first day and thinking that I was gonna kill one the next day. <laughs> that hopeful, and then I drew the short straw, so I was first shooter. And we had just seen elk. We saw where they came out. We saw where they went in. And we were going to go there the next day. And just that that ignorant bliss that I had yeah. going in thinking that I was just going to stick one opening morning. They have a way of teasing you day before opening. Mm -hmm. You see them. And then opening day. <laughs> you, know, yep. you, you know, another thing was is Dan and I were, we were back in that meadow. And y'all were... It's still by the tree line, that, that Aspen Grove area tree line. And Dan and I went off and we made a bugle and we got a call back. And that was a beautiful, beautiful sound. First wild elk I've ever heard. Wait, what was this? This is when we left you guys. This is when, and it these were the bugles that you could not hear. No, it was it was the two sets of hunters that no. were down in the valley. Not that. No, no. That, there was a different. It that was, was a different. The first bugle was legit. I, I remember hearing it too. I, I think we had at least two elk talk to us. But the there was another bugle that was definitely hunters. We encountered. I mean, we there was two sets, same group, two sets. Until I see one, I won't believe that we've been called back to by an elk. You didn't hear it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Dude, those hunters down at the bottom swore I was an elk. Yeah. And we all together kind of, there's a consensus that I'm a bad bugler. And you, you got me off were, this. They swore we were that I was an elk. No, you hey. started off rough. You got much better His as the day went today on. was good. Dude, yeah. His yesterday the, afternoon were The great. one here, the one up here today, I was so pissed. Oh, that was Dan most of the time. I only blew once today. Okay. I don't good. know whose it was, but it was, I was like, man. That is them. I know where they're heading. I have to get down. I'm like so mad. Like, I'm going to go chase them right now. <laughs> knowing that it's them, but I couldn't pass up. That's what the kills thought. me. Because you don't know. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, that's a hunter. You still got to go. Unless <laughs> you, you saw the dude and it's right there. You got to go no matter well, what. Not necessarily. If it's a hunter, he will come to you. If yeah, it's a hunter, what? you can bring him to you. True. An elk doesn't you come have, to you also? An elk comes also. But, <laughs> but but you don't have to go if you have any idea that it might be a hunter and he's answering you. Look and up, guys. To you. But what if he's Look up. the same thing? Wow. Well, he's eventually going to come to you. One, one, somebody's somebody's going to come. Yeah. You can go to him or he can come to you. That's the first. What is? Stars? Look, yeah. Yeah. It's third night. I told y'all it wasn't going to rain after we put the... Man, you should see the barometer, what it did today. It went, it jumped 20 points. Um, yeah. It went from 126 to 140-something. So, is hold that em. good or bad for elk hunting? I think it's good. I, 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 always, I always thought any sort of jump or yeah. lower, high or low, 
I would read a lower falling barometer generally means a storm system moving in. Okay. A rising barometer generally indicates fair, high pressure. Yeah, uh, that would make nice, sense because nice, he nice said weather. as soon as it went up, that storm system that came over just mm -hmm. dispersed. That would be the. You know what else I think is good for elk hunting? The fact that those guys that were camped down by the entrance to left. Yeah. Damn. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, there'll be some more man. activity. You see it? That's today. And you're saying it was about 10, uh, this 30 before it went up? It was, oh shoot, hold on. <clears throat> Dude, I thought we were gonna get smoked with a storm. From this morning, um, probably once we heard all the thunder, mm -hmm. Right after it started like going away, it just skyrocketed mm. straight up and this broke apart. Well, that may be the system then. Maybe. Maybe uh, maybe we're done. Maybe. It's cold. Yep, uh, that's what I said. It, because we had those all those clouds clear, it's gonna be a colder <laughs> night tonight than it was last well, night. I'm hoping that tarp kind of insulates our tent a little better. It might. It might. Good night. Well, any last words before I turn this yeah, off? Before we just go to final thoughts. Get your final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. Okay, let's do lesson learn. Yeah. Oh yes. Good call. Lessons learn. We don't have time. That's a whole new podcast. No, just make a quick <laughs> one. What? Everybody gets one. Lesson learn up just to this one. point. We'll do a lessons learn podcast after yeah. this trip, and it'll be three parts. <laughs> I'm gonna do one real quick. Don't pack your bag as much the same weight you train with when you don't have to. Just because you can do it. Well, I thought mean we all had 25 pound sandbags in our pack today. I added my 50 pound <laughs> sandbag along with my gear. You had 50 pounds today? No, yesterday. Damn. I was I was probably between 40 and I was probably 50. Yeah. I had a good solid 15. The hell did you have in there? All my camera equipment, my camera lenses, Damn, battery. All the camera stuff together, just the camera stuff way, like 20 pounds. Pretty close. <laughs> and you think of all the batteries, but I left the batteries, so it's probably just about 15 pounds in camera gear. Hmm. And then I had, I carried a gallon of water going up. And I packed about 15,000 calories of food. Does going down hurt anybody's knees? No. You don't feel it in y'all's knees? I feel it in my ankles. I do when I'm not using a trekking pole. I feel Dude, to be honest with you, walking, from, uh, walking the drainage here, walking the creek, seemed harder than... Yeah, flat, flat ground has its surprising... Dis difficulties that you don't realize. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'll walk a mile on the flat ground. Y'all walk a mile up to that point right there. And oh. We'll see who's more tired. No, I agree. But I think it's just when I get down the same distance. I'll say this: one when mile, I get down to the mile. bottom and I think that I have it easy from here on out, it <laughs> is not easy. No. That's what I mean. It's still walking. Yeah. Dan, you got a lesson learned? And, and, well, it's a lesson I teach myself over and over and over and over and over again. I still haven't learned it apparently, but be very careful when you set stuff down <laughs> before you go walking away. Inspect the area. Make sure you've gathered up everything you set down. Otherwise, you'll wind up having to walk back downhill 300, 400 feet elevation to retrieve the thing you left behind. So, so did you have an experience on the mountain about this? Yeah, yesterday we got to the final, the highest point of our whole day, which was up around 11, around 11, 8, and I realized that I had left my rhino radio down at the last spot we'd stopped, which was about 400 feet downhill, and, uh, it was just, I, I'd hung it on a tree, I had turned it on, I was going to uh, check and see, check about waypoints and see what, what we were close to from previous trips out here. And uh, 
I, I was left with no choice but to go back down the hill no. and get the radio and then come back up the hill. Come it back wasn't up. fun. Mm. That's my lesson. Yeah. Man, I I thought we'd all just go down at that moment. <laughs> I hear you, Dan. I was I was in my my brain went real fast. I was thinking, well, maybe I can get Luke to run down there and get it for me. <laughs> Luke no. Luke's Luke's a good guy. He's a good friend. Yeah. I know he's got a lot of respect. He'll run down and get I'm good. I'm not <laughs> that good. <laughs> I would have done I, it if you'd asked. Yeah, I know. I would have too. I know, I know. But oh yeah, I'd have let Mike go because it, it was his idea and, and to go so, all the way up that mountain anyway. Just just true confession <laughs> that I, I it's some it's a couple of things went through my mind, but uh there was nothing to do but get up and go down and get it. <laughs> And sure enough, it was hanging on the tree, right where I left it. I left Man. a jacket out here once, a good jacket, my hunting jacket. Mm. And uh, fortunately, I had GPS that spot. Nice. And so the next day, I went out there and walked right up, and there's my jacket. Oh, wow. So that was comforting. That's a good, good reason to take GPS points out here. Where you sit. And so you can like return. That, yeah. yeah. That's probably a good lesson. When you're hanging out somewhere for a long time, yeah. I somehow lost my butt pad today. Mm. That's a bummer. I haven't had it one. Wasn't strapped in good enough. Which I don't know how you didn't see it because you were walking behind me all, the whole way. You lost it before you got to the waller. Yep. No when I kidding. went that, when I sat, went to sat down at the waller, it was gone. Oh man. So I had to sit on my pack. Because the whole way up, I was dodging trees, man. I bet it was that first half. It was probably falls. it was probably actually right when we crossed the creek. Yeah, I bet you that's exactly where it fell. When you jump, when I jumped, well, we can go find. I know right where we crossed. Fell yeah. out and almost landed in the water when we jumped on the way back. Really, sucker landed right on the edge of the water I, on the bank. I I just sloshed on through. <laughs> I didn't even care. Like when I came down, I I went like straight down, just as I came up, <laughs> and it was more of a bouncing down. <laughs> I had to sidestep that yeah. whole way down. If I would have faced forward, I'd have done oh, some Oh, Another lesson yeah. that we all learned waterproof your tent. Yes. Yes. That was. Waterproof your tent every year. I'm going to use that as mine. That's going to be my ahead, lesson Luke. learned. Go ahead. My lesson learned is to waterproof your tent. Why? Because <laughs> last night, well, okay, I'm going to turn this into a two parter. Two parter, where they have, both have to do with rain. <laughs> One is the tent, and I'll tell you why in a second. But two is when it starts raining, when you're in the woods, take the time, put your rain gear on. Yes. Because even though you think that it's going to stop any second, because if that's what's done all day long, and you put your rain gear on five times today, <laughs> it's not going to stop when you, when you think it is. Me and Mike walked a mile back. In the pouring rain. By the way, y'all hear the hoot owl back there behind us? Yeah. He's, he, he, you'll I hear heard him last night. night. Yeah, keep listening. Go ahead. Go ahead, Luke. Uh, me and Mike had to walk a mile back in semi-dark in the pouring rain last night because we were too stubborn to stop and put our rain gear on because we thought we were right there by camp and it was going to stop any second. So then when we get back to camp, it continues to pour down rain and... We get on dry clothes. Then when we go to go to bed, our tent is leaking because our rain fly is soaking, sopping through because there's so much rain. So that was lesson, my lesson to make sure you waterproof your rain fly especially, but also spray down the outside of your tent with, what's it called? DWR. 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 What does that stand for? Durable water resistance. I don't know. <laughs> because you will be sorry if you don't. Yeah, and Dan Dan had the similar problem. Durable water Not as bad repellent. as me and Mike. Uh, so what's our temporary fix? Our temporary fix is, situation? is tarps strapped to the top. So and maybe another lesson, sub-lesson of that is always bring some extra tarps. Always, always bring, bring extra tarps. You can't have too many Found tarps. It? Yep. No, it's like part of... Always be that prepared. Was it. That's the one I had. Like a boy scout. Did you think... I have... If you can unlock that truck... There's a roll in the back seat. Y'all be quiet for a second. Oh, yeah, now listen, listen, listen. Listen now.
me and Luke are hearing it. You guys hearing it? Yeah, exactly behind me. Behind me. Yep, I hear it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, may had to get away from the track with the fire. <laughs> well, you got your ears covered up too, Mike. It don't matter. I can't hear them. You, you don't hear Anytime anybody bugles, I cut both my hands. If you walk over by your I truck. I thought about turning my bugle into one of those big ear things that you stick in your ear so you can like, hear your stuff before <laughs> you go. Away. Like the old school hearing aids? Yeah. Where they put the stick brass that big horn? funnel in your ear. <laughs> right there. What? See it? Right here. Gosh, right here, Luke. freaking star. Right yep. here. That's yeah. a big dipper. I see it. Mm. Oh, shooting star. Oh, yep. Son of a yep. Bitch. yep. Yep. Man. This, there's nothing better than looking up. pretty good when you see up. a shooting star with the, there's another one. <laughs> God dog it, I just looked down. Man, seeing them with the fire. He's in everything, bugles, shooting stars. There's Dude. no moon. Nope. Having no moon. All right, Mike, you have to do your lesson learned, then we can wrap this up. I learned that I can't hear bugles. <laughs> well, what's the lesson there? Lesson is wear ear protection. I guess you could say that, yeah, ear protection, because my dad did not teach us about ear protection. I shot guns my entire life thinking that it was no big deal. What, what did I tell you when you're ripping out drywall from the front? To wear ear protection. I we said that's my biggest regret in my life is not having one more ear protection as a youngster. It is now because I didn't realize I had any hearing damage until I discovered, like, I love elk hunting, and now I'm like, oh, what? well, <clears throat> I can't do it by myself because I'll never find a bull. <laughs> And it's it's amazing. You won't be a solo hunter, is there what you're saying. There will be no solo hunter in Mike's future. <laughs> Mike's not going solo this whole trip now. I'm just gonna start bringing Mackenzie. She can bugle and hear the bugles for me. Yeah, she yeah. she's pretty good. She as much energy as she has, she'd probably beat you to the mount, top of the mountain too. She might. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. I'm actually thinking about turning in pretty soon. Give me a headlamp. Oh, there it is.